0: there we're recording we're streaming to facebook and we are going live you ready yes this. sir let's go for it and we're live here on facebook I'd like to welcome those listening in podcast live. and also hello to my buddy rich
1: rich how you doing today i'm doing good mike so um yeah nice day off yesterday and um just a nice, quiet Veterans Day down in uh, Brimfield with my nephews.
0: That's that's awesome. I'm glad the pictures look like you guys had a great time. Um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm so happy you got to spend the day with them, and, and they got to brag on you and hang out with you and show off their cool uncle to all their friends. Um, yeah. More of that and more gushing on you later. I know you don't like it, but you deserve, oh, you deserve it. It's all good. And we've we'll, uh, we got a few other shout-outs that we're going to give – <laughs> later in the show um but uh yeah other than that any any good anything get to do anything fun this week
1: um other than that not really so um yeah got a haircut got a haircut on friday so i got to give a shout out to uh amanda carter over at a decades barber shop so Whoa, unexpectedly wait, she what? didn't charge huh you changed barbershops. Yeah, I've been going to Decades for a while. They're close; to, it's close to home. It's, but, it's, they're right across from the fairgrounds, actually. But
0: Rich, you used to go to to Ray's and Ray's exclusively.
1: Yeah, actually, actually, uh, Amanda actually used to work at a Ray's, so oh, okay. I inadvertently followed her to okay. her new shop. I didn't even know she worked at <laughs> worked at Decades. So until I walked in there one day to get a haircut. Okay. So yeah, she uh, she gave me a free cut unexpectedly Rich, I I came out. got it on Friday.
0: Time out. We got it. We got a we got a comment shout out already. And this, we do. We this one we got to share. It says from Bob Driscoll. It says, "Hey Mike E, thank you for your service, Rich." Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> so, Bob Driscoll says hi. Um, okay, so uh, let's get into the show. This week we got lots of stuff to talk about uh, we're gonna we got we're gonna spend a lot of time in the NFL because there's a lot of other things that we normally talk about and ended this week uh, and uh, we have the mass singer Richwood or
1: other two big topics we got to talk about this week Well Mike we finally got to close the book for the for this season at least on NASCAR as well as the MLB as those seasons wrapped up. In between our shows, yep. But Mike, all that and more. But what do we got to do first? We got to ro- roll the intro. Radio radio
0: Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa. This is Bald and Dick's the podcast with your hosts Mike and Rich. and we're back uh so this week our poll question man this was a hard one um rich how did you vote on this week's poll let the people know what the poll question was and
1: how you voted uh this week's poll question was uh ozzy osborne's crazy train or we will rock you by queen and i went with crazy train yeah i i see that uh Wow. Where where did you vote and where, where did the people vote, Mike? I voted for Ozzy.
0: Okay. Uh, and the crazy train. And so did Brad Carroll, Zach Miller, and you. Good. But we, and that's four people, four votes. But we had five votes for We Will Rocky. Bernie Cockins, okay. Haley, Matt Johnson, my wife and your dad all voted for we will rock you that gives we will rock you the win for this week man all right that is a close one there um thank you all nine of you that voted uh if you want to participate in our poll questions uh you can check us out at fans of balls and sticks uh that's where all of our poll questions get posted so Uh, Or you can also
1: find them at uh, the Balls and Sticks fan page because uh, we typically tend to share it, which puts it on both pages.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: So, Rich, what is this week's poll question? Well, Mike, this week we're going to be doing the Techno Beats of Sandstorm or Kerncraft 4000. You probably don't know that these names, the names of the songs, but when you click on the YouTube videos, which will give you, I, I guess, like the – not words of the songs, but at least what the songs are, you would recognize them.
0: Okay. If you insist, you, you come up with these yourself, and and you do a great job, and I appreciate it. I totally – like a lot of times you put songs on that I – like you put the name, and I have no clue what it is, and then I listen oh, it's to it. Like like,
1: I don't want I don't know which one is – one of them is – <laughs> <Okay. About those. laughs> i, I don't, don't know what the other one is
0: okay i that one i know what it is but uh yeah that's okay you're good at coming up that's with this them. week we i love them they're fun rich uh do you see what's coming up
1: next well what for our show purposes it's a left turn but uh we're And what's after that, Mike?
0: Well, after that, we're parking the cars in good old North Carolina.
1: Because this is the
0: NASCAR Corner. Presented, as always, by Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated, Moline, Illinois. Check them out for all your sports memorabilia needs in person on Fifth Avenue or on their eBay store. Once again, that is Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated, Rich last championship weekend last weekend great race uh i watched it over the afternoon football games because i didn't really care about the afternoon football games
1: um, yeah we actually went out to uh coal valley and watched the race with uh with ron
0: yeah yeah
1: with ron so i'm uh, sure but yeah i really uh, enjoyed championship that he- race out in phoenix your race winner much like he started the first race of the season, first televised race of the season with a win, he wins the last race of the championship race, Joey Lugano.
0: Yeah, Joey, do it, pulling it off. The The whole race did great. Um, watching those guys, Joey had the, the car of the field. I mean, he, was, he led more laps than anybody. Yeah. Um, the all of your championship drivers did well except one. We'll get to that one in just a second because mm-hmm. one of us picked that guy. Um, yeah.
1: So, so one thing that came out was that it seemed like maybe if there would have just been one more caution caused by there, maybe Ross Chastain, the guy I picked, um, could have had enough. Could have had enough um, time to pass him. Yeah. So yeah. we're we're all thinking while well, we're watching the race. Daniel Suarez is way back in the field and has no chance of doing anything in this race. Why not call over the radio and say, um, hey, "Hey, Danny, do something to cause a caution. So, do something to make a caution come out."
0: And by technicality, collusion in NASCAR is illegal, so mm-hmm. you couldn't. You'd have to have a password that everybody knows prior to to make that happen. It just that's the way that it works. Uh, you can't just cause a caution. You can't call over the radio. Otherwise, both teams would get penalized, and Ross Chastain would lose the the race. Hmm. Uh, so it wouldn't that wouldn't matter. But yeah, I I totally understand what you're saying. Uh, you would think that teammates would work more like that. They don't, which I appreciate because I don't want.
1: So 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 you're saying that the the, the, uh, the dramatization from Talladega. Uh, from Talladega Knights with the owner calling down, calling down to Cal Naughton Jr.'s teammate. And they're saying, You're, you, you need to take out Cal Naughton Jr. <laughs> yeah, no. That's, take out Cal Naughton Jr.
0: <laughs> that's not a thing.
1: Um, okay. They, they, you know, I, I know it's not, but that was the one thing that we were thinking. It was like, yeah. and Castain at the time was running faster laps. and oh, yeah. needed more laps yeah. to maybe make the pass. Go back to your teammate and say, all right, do something that comes out of caution.
0: Yeah, it would have been interesting to see if they had gotten uh, everybody on the on the same spot. But then the question becomes: Does everybody that is, let's say, Joey and Ross don't come in for don't don't pit at that caution, but everybody behind them does? Those better tires are likely going to cause those guys not to win the race.
1: Mm.
0: And if one of the championship drivers. Is behind them that had pitted, and is out early enough. That guy could end up winning over the other two. So it's it's that weird thing that happens with NASCAR. The tires matter. the The way that your car is set up matters, and so it might not have changed things either way, and it might have
1: changed things for the worse. Yeah, that was just something. That was just a topic of discussion that came up here. That's all. Yeah. All right. So the race results between the drivers that we chose, Ross Jastain came in third. Your pick of Chase Elliott came in 23rd. Yeah, that was um, bad. Due to getting spun out. Yep. But, it, but I think it was, I don't think it was intentional. It just, both both guys were going down the lo- lower side of the track. and.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it just, it was a racing thing. It wasn't anything intentional, race, but, but Ross, it, it put Chase Elliott way in the back. Uh, Kevin Harvick for our non playoff, for your non playoff driver, finished fifth, and my Denny Hamlin finished eighth. Rich, for the year, you won 23 points, and 15 of those came in the playoffs. I that is correct, won 30 points, and only nine of which came in the playoffs. So, yeah, it, uh,
1: I he, came on strong there at, uh, he, he during he the did. playoffs, but just yeah. not. Not enough. There were a couple of races where I split and just didn't didn't get enough races to uh, to close the gap enough. So, Mike, since you won the overall last season, hopefully we remember this. You will get the first pick for the clash at the Coliseum okay. when the next NASCAR season starts. So, Rich,
0: we have fantasy NASCAR. This is the last week that uh, we're going to talk about NASCAR, so we're going to give a little bit of a shout-out to everybody in our Fantasy NASCAR uh, this week. Rich, you came in first with 600, or 6,665 points. Easers came in second with 5,978 points. Funkhouse came in third with 5,972 points. Dupo came in fourth with 5,865 points. And uh, I made you all feel better by allowing you all to beat me at 5,178 points. If you think that was intentional, folks, you're wrong. Uh, It was not. I was not thrilled about that, but things happen.
1: All right, just amongst the playoff races, um, I came in first with that in now in amongst those races as well with nineteen seventeen. The Funk House came in second with seventeen seventy nine. Ezers came in third with seventeen fifty-one. Dupo twenty-four came in fourth with fifteen eighty eight. And Mike, you also finished fifth amongst the playoff races as you only garnered fourteen oh one in points.
0: Oh man, that's a that's a bit of a bummer.
1: So we'll bring back uh fantasy NASCAR next season. And uh, hopefully, and if you want to join, make sure to uh, look for the link in our show episodes once it gets closer to the NASCAR season so you can join our fantasy NASCAR league. Yep. Okay.
0: Rich, you want to do the honors?
1: Yeah, I'll go ahead and give the last product, the last shout out. Uh, The I Sports Cards Incorporated, our uh, sponsor for the NASCAR Corner. Uh, If you're in town, they're located on Fifth Avenue in Moline. Um and you can also find them on their eBay store. Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated. So Mike, let's go ahead and go over to the gridline, grid iron, uh, to go over week nine and Thursday night football. Yep. Mike, the lock of the week. Um, I went with the Vikings over the Commanders and it was a close win for the Vikings as they won twenty to seventeen, improving my mark to six, two and one. Mike, you went with the Patriots over the Colts. Much more of an up, much more um, of a of a lock. Rich, a how
0: are you at six two and one? Is that more than either that or I'm? You didn't update my score. In fact, you didn't update my score.
1: I didn't. One, two, three, four, five. There should have been you're nine. You're six and three. Okay. You're six and three.
0: Thank you. Okay.
1: You're you're welcome. Sorry about that. Six two and one for me, Mike. Uh, you went with the Patriots over the Colts. The Pats won 26 to 3, improving your mark to six and three. Mike, counter upset alerts go. Upset
0: alerts. So, Rich, you picked the Falcons over the Chargers. Unfortunately, the Chargers pulled it out with a 20 to 17 win, bringing your record below 500 to four and five. I picked the Lions over the Packers. The Lions beat up on the Packers 15-9, bringing my record up to 4-5. Rich, the Dolphins and the Bears played in Chicago. We both picked the Dolphins. The Bears did surprisingly well, but they still fell short, losing to the Dolphins 35-33. How's that due to all of the records
1: rich? All right. So the Bears are 3 and 6. Mike you're 7 and 2 picking the Bears. I am 6 and 3. Thursday night football, Mike was the Falcons and the Panthers and it was 25 to 15 Panthers. We both picked the Dirty Birds dropping. So Mike you are 6 and 4. I am 5 and 5 on Thursday night football. Okay. This week, Thursday night
0: football. Do you want to do the power rankings? Because the power rankings are based on where they what they did up to last week. We don't include. Yeah, we can do that. Okay, let's do the power ring. We're going to go into our power rankings, folks. Um, We're going to give you our top ten, our bottom ten, and we're going to talk about the ELO. The bottom ten or bottom five. Bottom five. Sorry, bottom five. We're going to talk our ELO. And we're going to talk the power ranking system. Now, uh, just so you know, the Elo is a ranking system that was originally designed for chess and figuring out a predictability of how chess player, how chess matches would go. Um, there's a big old formula. We can you can look it up online. It's a great formula. Doesn't give you all of the information because it goes through the past. And it holds on to a lot of the information about how your team has done overall. And it takes a lot to get your team over the hump of a bad couple of seasons. So we're going to give you the ELO. Our power rankings takes Rich's eye pick, my eye test, the number of games won, and the ELO all into considerations, does some number crunching, much more simpler math than the ELO itself, but overall still takes it all into consideration, crunches the numbers, and spits out a power ranking for, Rich, for what, we, uh, what we're saying the power rankings should be. Okay, with all that being said, we're gonna give you the top five in the power rankings, the top five in the ELO, and then Rich and I are gonna talk about how our eye test goes. So Rich, at number one, The power rankings have, one through five, the power rankings have, number one, the Eagles, number two, the Kansas City Chiefs, number three, the Buffalo Bills, number four, the Minnesota Vikings, and number five, the Dallas Cowboys. That is your power rankings. Now, let's get to the ELO. The ELO has the Kansas City Chiefs at number one, the Buffalo Bills at number two, the Philadelphia Eagles at number 3, the Dallas Cowboys at number 4, and the Minnesota Vikings at number 5. So, mm. Rich, without getting too into your eye test, what do you think of those two things? Are they good? Are they good and accurate and could you make an argument for those top 5 rankings?
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I could. I, I don't disagree with them. I think that they have the right five teams in the top five. 100%. And and I can tr- clearly see that Almost. With, with past success, I, I'm okay with the Kansas City Chiefs being number one off of the ELO. They yeah. play a tough schedule. So while they've – Yeah. so, yeah. yeah, if you play a tougher schedule, there's a chance you could lose more games, even if you're a better football team than the – and then you I mean and if you took it as head to head the undefeated team the Kansas City Chiefs, I bet that that would be a closer 50 50 split yeah. than than you'd think yep if playing on a neutral field or even with the no matter where the game is going to play on neutral field in Philly or in Kansas City so I really don't have a problem with the chiefs being number one even though I have them ranked a little lower on my yep. with my top in my top five
0: yep so let's get into our top 10 rich as we will start. With number
1: one, what a good place to start. Um, I went with the Philadelphia Eagles. It's They're about time, and I know, and it, it's hard for me to put a two-loss team above them at this point. And you, ha- you don't like the Philadelphia Eagles. No, I have nothing against the Eagles. Okay. Oh wait, it's no the Steelers. I don't it's like the Steelers.
0: It's the other P- Phil- or, uh, Pennsylvania, the other
1: Pittsburgh team. So, Mike, who do you
0: have? I have the Eagles. I mean. I told you if they win this week, they're going to like there's they were last week. They now have to lose in order for them not to be number one for me. I it's it's at that point for that they have to lose for them to be number one.
1: Okay. For me, I think it could come down to who they lose to. Who they lose to. I agree. If they, lo- if if they
0: lose, to. who they lose to. That's the big that's the big determining factor for me. If they lose to like the Washington Redskins that probably drops them a little bit more than drops them down out of one. But if they lose or, to like the Cowboys, there's a good possibility that doesn't drop them out of one. It,
1: I, no. What if they lose? What if they lose to the Green Bay Packers, who are who I'm guessing are may or may not be down in the high twenties? Yeah, somewhere in that. We'll get to that later. We'll, we'll get, get to, to that later. Okay, so Mike, who do you have at number two?
0: And number two, I have the Minnesota Vikings. They are on a tear. They've only lost one game. They look mm-hmm. good. Uh, this week could change that. Um, they are coming up against a really good team this week. But our power rankings are what are they? What have they done this year? Not what do they have coming up. That's a big difference there. So. I, you know what I, with a one loss i i think that puts them at number two they've earned that right
1: all right this is where i i've dropped the buffalo bills down the number two and basically okay. why i have them above the vikings it comes down to kind of like that that strength of schedule for me
0: yeah and you know what i get it um the hard part there though is is that i mean they play this week so Depending, depending on the outcome, one of us will likely drop one of the two teams to the other, and 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 it's likely that one of those two teams is going to drop and the other one's going to
1: raise just a little bit. Maybe. We'll see. Um, by, by all means, Mike, if the Vikings win, whether the game is – what do the Bills play with or without Josh Allen? If the Vikings beat the Bills, through my train of thought, it's hard for me to have a team – that you've beaten above you and, and there would only, now the bills would have to be a three loss team. I I can't, I would, I would be moving the Vikings up to number two if they can, if they can win.
0: Yep. Okay. So this week we have, uh, what do you have at number three, Rich? Uh, this is where you have the Vikings. You know what? That's, that's fine. I, I mean, I I accept that. That's not a bad ranking for, uh, this is where I have the Buffalo bills, by the way.
1: Okay. Mike, who do you have at number four? The Kansas City Chiefs. I agree on that one.
0: It's hard for me because the Kansas City Chiefs, so, and I don't know if you did this as a kid, but everybody I know, all of my friends, me included, we had the Chicago Bears, and they were always our team, right? But we knew that they weren't a good team. So you always had that secondary team you cheered for. And mine was always Kansas City.
1: Was that because Joe Montana went and played there for a couple of years? Yeah, that's where he ended his career. It's also where he went
0: ten and or no, where he where he won eleven games before losing uh, with a terrible team. They were like a eight win team the year before, and they and they won eleven straight, and ended up being like thirteen and. Three, I think is what it was at the time. I don't remember exactly, but yeah, it was the Joe. Mo- I followed Joe Montana.
1: Gotcha. And Mike, who do you have rounding out your top five? I have the Baltimore Ravens. All right. I went with the Dallas Cowboys. You know,
0: I uh, I tried to put the Cowboys there, but I couldn't. Okay. I just couldn't. I had I, I, the Ravens. <sighs> something about them just says to me. And and at this point, it probably comes back to quarterback play, and Lamar Jackson is just playing
1: lights out. The rest okay. of the team
0: maybe not, but Lamar he's he's good.
1: All right, Mike. Uh, what do the power rankings and the Elo have in the bottom half of the top? Oh, you want go going six to ten? You want I I thought
0: we were just doing power rankings one to five for is all, but I will do that. Okay, so number six they have the Baltimore Ravens the Power Rankings has the Baltimore Ravens number yep. seven they have the Seattle Seahawks number eight the Tennessee Titans number nine the F- Miami Dolphins and number ten the San Francisco
1: 49ers the interesting e- okay what what's the ElO have uh,
0: the ElO at number six has Tennessee and number seven Baltimore number eight San Francisco. Number 9, Seattle. And number 10, the Cincinnati Joe Burrows.
1: Okay, so I think this is where we could have some differences between the ESL, ELO, and the power rankings. So, Mike, who do you have at number 6?
0: At number 6, that's where I have the Dallas Cowboys.
1: Uh, that's where I put the Baltimore Ravens.
0: Yep. Number 7, I have the Miami Dolphins here. Me too. They number are 12. They are looking good this year. Number eight, I have the Seattle Seahawks.
1: Me too, and I did not. I, I put my rankings in before you did. You did, you were and finishing I finishing yours. You were finishing yours before we went on the air. I did mine. So I have.
0: I didn't look at yours for mine. I did mine separately. Um, yep. So, uh, so what do you have at number nine, Rich? Number nine, I have the New York Jets. Are you sure you didn't copy? I did not, because. I have the New York Jets as well. So, 7, 8, 9, there's not a lot of discussion. Number 10, I have the Tennessee Titans.
1: I put the New York football Giants here.
0: I am still, and and again, I've been doing this all year with the East, and i finally come around to the Eagles, and i finally come around to the the Cowboys. The Giants are that team right now in the East that I know they're a good team. I have them at 11, Rich. Mm Mm-hmm. Something about putting them in the top 10 is hard for me. I think Tennessee – I think they're better than Tennessee. I'm 100% honest. I think they're better than Tennessee. But I just couldn't – I couldn't pull myself to put Tennessee up there.
1: Okay. That's
0: just where
1: I was. And I have Tennessee at 11. So we're not that far off between the Giants and the Bengals – the Giants and the Titans – I um, mean, me the teams that I maybe maybe wanted to get into the top ten, but just based off their records, who they've won against, who they've lost against, I just couldn't do it. Was like the Bengals and the Forty ers On yeah. paper, those teams should be better, but and the Niners are looking based off better. The results, I can't get them. But I the Niners get are getting by going into the top ten. The Niners are getting there.
0: They are quickly becoming a team that's better than what we thought they were. So. Um, Okay, Rich, let's look at the power rankings, 32 to 27. At 32, the Houston Texans. At 31, the Detroit Lions. At 30, the Carolina Panthers. At 29, the Jacksonville Jaguars. At 28, the Steelers. And at 27, the Raiders. All right. The The ELO then changes things up a little bit. As it also has the uh it has Houston at 32. Now it has a tie for 30th.
1: Ooh. Okay.
0: Between the Lions and the Jaguars. They tied. So that's that kind of hurts both. It kinda hurts both those teams. It's that explains a little bit. Uh at 29 the elo has the broncos mm-hmm. so that would actually be 28 i'm sorry that's 28 and at 27 they have another tie at the 27 ranking and that's going to be the chicago bear or uh, i guess it's 27 28 uh so yes the 29 would have been yeah 29 would have been the 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 sorry 29 is the broncos at 27 slash 28, tied is the Carolina Panthers and your
1: Chicago Bears. Our Chicago All right, Bears. Mike. All right, Mike, let's go through ours. Number 32, I put the Houston Texans.
0: Yeah, I, there's no way that you don't put the Houston Texans in there right now. Um, yeah, I, I just, there's no way that you don't. Uh, at 31, I have the Carolina Panthers.
1: Um, I put the Vegas Raiders here. Okay. Um, and it, for me, it just came down to the Raiders have beaten the Broncos and the Texans. And the team that I put at number 30, the Carolina Panthers, have beaten the Saints and the Buccaneers. So for me, I, I think the Panthers have defeated better teams, slightly better teams than the Raiders. So that's why I did them at uh, 31 and then the Panthers at 30. Okay. Mike, who do you have at 30? At thirty, I have the
0: Detroit Lions.
1: Okay, at uh, that's I put the Lions up at number twenty-nine. And did you say who you had at thirty? Uh, I did. I put the Carolina okay. Panthers. Um,
0: at twenty-nine, I put the Pittsburgh Steelers.
1: Okay. And who do you have at number twenty-eight, Mike? The Chicago Bears. All right. I have the Pittsburgh Steelers at number 28.
0: And at 27.
1: I went with the Indianapolis Colts. Me too. All right. So, Mike, I put the Bears up at 23. My, um, I, I And for me, it came down to I was trying to look at the teams that have the same amount of win totals and look at who they beat. And... Who they beat. But in fairness, lately, the Bears have been a little bit more interesting to watch. They, they are the, playing the results, better. The, the results haven't gotten them wins yet, but at least the games are a little bit closer and it's not run, run, punt, or sack, interception, or Justin Fields' offense not being able to move the ball down, down the field. I agree. Uh, It is making me
0: question whether or not this team is as bad as we thought they were at the beginning of the year. I still think they're that bad. Obviously, I think they're a bottom five team. But uh, they are on the cusp of being able to get out of that bottom five.
1: Yeah, for me, I think they're not a bottom five team by some of my eye tests because I think they're playing better than teams like Pittsburgh and Indianapolis and Jacksonville and Denver. And I even have New Orleans. I think they're playing better than them. If the power rankings is what have you done for me lately? The bears, I think are playing better than those teams that I have ranked below them, which is why I put them up to 23.
0: Yeah. And and I get, I'm not, I don't blame you on that. I think that's, I don't think that's terrible. I, I think you're right. So, so
1: yeah. So Mike, let's round out the NFC North. Where do you have the Packers at?
0: Um, where do I have the Packers? I have them right. Oh, uh, I have them at twentieth.
1: I put them at twenty as well. Um, and... If they keep on losing and keep falling, they're probably going to keep continue going down the rankings. Even though they're going to be playing tough top five teams as so their next couple of games, they're going to be have to play the Cowboys, the Titans, and the Eagles before yeah. they make it to the bye week.
0: The yeah, so more it's, than likely
1: they're going to keep on going down, even though they're losing the great teams, yeah. which the, the, the kind of like the topic around sports radio that I heard this week is at what point do the Packers have to think about the organization and play Jordan Love? Or do they or do they commit to saying, all right, we signed Aaron Rodgers with this big contract, so we're going to play him.
0: At what point does Aaron Rodgers retire? And I'm not saying that as a Bears fan. I'm just, man, what the? What happened? What does this mean? I know what happened. Hayabusa is for losers.
1: Boy, tells everybody it's for lovers. Best in the offense. They didn't give him a wide receiving core. He's. But I think he has
0: not done. Widers, he has not done anything since he started taking that. Since he took that ayahuasca, he is. Yeah, I, I. Ayahuasca is for losers. That's where we're at.
1: Yeah, I mean, you could make the case that well, Devontae Adams was maybe meant more to that offense than everybody knew, but he's w- with the Raiders now, and the team. The Raiders didn't improve with him. Yeah. They went from being a playoff team to getting getting Devonte Adams, and now they're they're struggling to get wins. They only have two wins.
0: I think the problem there there is much different.
1: I think that's a completely
0: different. I I don't think they're they're I, that is a post hoc ergo proctor hoc. It happened after it, therefore it's caused by it. Mm. It is not one of those situations. I think no. I think. I think Devontae Adams going to, uh, going to Vegas has very little to do with any issues that are going on in Vegas. I think Vegas had so many more issues going on well before he even got there that they were, they
1: were set up to fail from the beginning. Okay. So, anywho, at what point do you think the, the Packers should go to Jordan Love at some point, or will they go to Jordan Love? because the, the one of the things that talk radio brought up this week was that if you know your if there's a good chance that Aaron Rodgers won't come back next year whether it's because you release him or trade him or Aaron Rodgers says I don't want to be here no more trade yeah. me or he retires don't you want to know what you got in Jordan Love in an in-game in, in in game situations,
0: yeah, I think that's a great point. I think that's what they should be doing, but I don't know that that's what they're going to do. Is has Aaron Rodgers earned the right to want to to do what he wants to do? I think so. Then you can't sit him. If you feel like Aaron Rodgers, and, and as a Green Bay in in Green Bay ownership. If you feel that that Aaron Rodgers is that good, then you have to let him be Aaron Rodgers. You can't have it both ways there. That's where we're stuck at. Okay. So, okay, let's move on. As we move on, we're going to go to this week, week 10, uh, Thursday Night Football Rich, or lack of the week. Let's go with lack of the week first.
1: We, we, yep, we already talked about Thursday Night Football. So, Mike, it's an even week. So, you have you had the first choice of matchups. Who did you go with?
0: I am going to pick the, com-
1: the Eagles over the
0: Commanders. The Eagles look good. Uh, it is a divisional game, which is always a terrible thing to do. But I, I, I'm trusting in the Eagles. They've earned my trust this year. So, we're going to go with the Eagles. All right.
1: All right, I like it. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna pick a low hanging fruit, and I'm gonna go with the Chiefs over the Jaguars.
0: Yeah, I thought about that one too. That was my second one. Uh, there, a lot of the games this week look like they're locks. There are very few upsets this week, making our upset specials a little harder to pick. But we came up with some anyway for you. Um, so I am gonna pick the Vikings over the the uh, Buffalo Bills.
1: I I like that pick. I I like it even more if Josh Allen doesn't play. But even if he doesn't play, even if he does play, he's going to be playing hurt. So I I like that pick. I think the Vikings could go in and get a win over the Bills, with or without Josh Allen. I I like the pick. Uh, For me, I'm going to go with the Cardinals over the Rams. It's a divisional game. Matthew Stafford's in the concussion protocol. And... Quite frankly, it's almost looking like the Ram, you can pretty much saying that the Super Bowl hangover is real because of how the Rams have been playing this year.
0: Yeah, it's it's a real thing. It's been rough this year, and so we'll see uh, how that ends up uh, playing out with the rest of the year. Rich, Thursday Night Football, it's going to be a good game to, it'll be an interesting game to watch. Um, This could be the point where the Packers finally pick things up, Uh, but we have Tennessee versus the Packers. I'm picking Tennessee.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go with the Titans as well. And, Mike, you you glossed over it. Uh, The Lions will be going into Chicago to take on the Bears. Who are you picking?
0: I'm going to pick the Lions.
1: I'm going to go with the Bears. The Bears have been showing that they're willing to cut. They they finally found what's worked with Justin Fields. Yeah. And the Lions tend to allow a lot of points through the air. So I mean, I know Justin Fields hasn't thrown the ball for much in the air, but he's been able to make it work with designed runs or plays that turn into runs because no receivers are open. And so I, I think the the Lions defense, I think the Bears can take advantage of that Lions defense.
0: The hard part for me, I look at this game and both teams both teams right now have this scheduled on a on their calendar as games as a game they could win these are both teams that are pretty bad teams and don't have a lot of games that they feel like they could win so both teams are going to come into this game thinking we can win this game and when both teams come into it either team could win i don't disagree with you the the bears if they play as well as they have been i think they probably could get a win but the lions are mad. They, they were the darling of media this year and midnight hit before the season started.
1: All right. So Mike, before we leave the gridiron, uh, we got another coach fired this week. Yeah. Uh, Frank Reich was fired in Indianapolis and he was replaced by a rather odd candidate as the Colts dug into their hall of fame stash of hall of fame players and brought Jeff Saturday, center and offensive lineman Jeff Saturday, out off from the broadcast booth of ESPN to come in and be their head coach on an interim basis. Can somebody do a sanity check
0: on the Colts' ownership? Like, for real. Like, uh, Jeff Saturday can't think he's being brought in to win games, can he? Like, I don't understand how this is working, how they think he is going to be, how this is going to go well. Like, maybe if he was like the CEO of a company and he was used to running organizations, he comes in and does what you and I do on a weekly basis and chit chats with people. Yeah, he knows football, and he knows it quite well. And he called the – he was the offensive line leader when he was there, and he knows how to how to lead an offensive line.
1: Has he ever coached an offensive line? No. Has I, he ever he, been – His only coaching experience is high school football.
0: Has he ever been coaching to a point where he – he just hasn't. He has zero experience. It's, it's a dumb call. I – if this isn't organizational tanking, I don't know what is.
1: Yeah, because I think they had two prior NFL head coaches on Frank Wright's staff. I think they had Gus Bradley, the former coach uh, that did um, Jacksonville. And they had John Fox, who and was Fox. Who, who Bears, Bears, Bears and Broncos, yeah, Bears and Broncos coach, and Camp Panthers, yeah.
0: They had plenty of, they, I mean, one of the things I've heard a lot about, which I don't think it matters, in a, but whatever. But they had plenty of people arguing that, well, shouldn't they have to follow the Rooney rule? The Rooney rule doesn't matter for inter, when you put the tag interim in front of somebody. Um, so, by the way, the Rooney rule doesn't matter when you lift the tag of interim off of somebody that's kind of disturbing too but we'll get we can deal with that in the off season when we will inevitably have to have that conversation yet again because the NFL does that but i just have a hard time with the way like this is a bad call it's a bad choice if other teams did things that that had this poor of calls We would have an issue with it. So, okay, Rich, let's head off with the gridiron and head to the diamond as we have our final update on the MLB this year.
1: That's right, Mike. So it was the World Series, which wrapped up in between our two shows as Houston won game six and won the series four to two. Yeah. So Houston wins. So that means I'm getting a free lunch. Yep. A free lunch out of it but kind of like the weird news that came out in the aftermath of the world series is they chose to retain dusty baker they gave him another one-year deal to run it back but they chose to non-retain the general manager james click
0: i still hate him so i don't care what they do
1: Okay. But for me, it's just kind of weird. It I mean, is odd. I yeah, I don't that, know why I you, think that they that. offered him a one-year deal so I could I could understand him, say, walking away from it as, well, I just won you a World Series. What? Why are you giving me a one-year deal? Why can't I get some security to continue building a winning team for your uh, winning organization?
0: Yeah, I totally get it. Um, I don't have a problem. I, I think that it's weird. I, I thought it was odd when I first read the story about it, but it's Houston and I don't understand anything that Houston sports does anymore. And it's the stupid team that cheated and they will always be the stupid team that cheated. And if this year proves that those core five players that they brought back that they've had since then, uh, didn't need to cheat. Then why were they cheating? And makes me actually more upset that they were cheating.
1: Okay. So Mike, how are we doing? Let's do a time check. We're, uh, we cop- got about
0: 15 minutes we still got we have two episodes of mass Singer that we will be talking about in just a few minutes but uh, let's at minimum do some quick because there there is some rumor mill already circulating on who's gonna get who whom during the offseason and a name being thrown out for the Chicago Cubs
1: Justin Verlander. I don't think I'd want Justin Verlander. I agree. I think he's 38, 38 years old.
0: Yeah, I mean, if we were... 39
1: years old. If it was
0: 2015 and we were going into the offseason just coming off a of NLCS... Or,
1: 15 was the NLCS year. Yeah,
0: yeah, and, and we, we have an amazing team and we're trying to, to win a World Series and we needed one more clutch pitcher in our lineup that already has some of the hottest pitchers in the league yeah sure let's let's add a justin verlander oh wait we did his name was john lackey at the time so sure
1: but yeah i i don't on a rebuild team there's no there's why exactly i i agree with you i don't think they're still in the rebuilding phase now this could be this year could be viewed as kind of like that 1415 team if you're comparing them to the teams that led up to this 2016 yeah. team getting to the world series there's still some question marks on whether the guys that are down in AAA and AA that could make the jump this year are ready and i don't think justin verlander would be the guy to put them over the hump if this guy because I, I don't i still don't see this team as being a team that can contend for a wild card spot with or without justin verlander So I would want to, if they're going to sign a frontline starter, I'd rather see him go after a younger guy. I mean,
0: the hard part is Justin Verlander would get us, what, 20 20 wins?
1: I don't even think he's a 21 pitcher right now at his age. I think right now he's in that 15 to 16. Okay. 15 to 16 range pitcher, and that's him on a winning World Series contending team. I don't
0: disagree. I, I really don't.
1: So uh-huh. another cub rumor that I've heard is they're they're wanting to go after one of the big name shortstops, and the big name shortstops this year: Xander Bogarts, Trey Turner, Copy Carlos buyers. Correa. Or oh wait, Trey Turner, Trey Turner, or Dansby Swanson. And those guys are like, I think Turner and Bogarts are like in their thirty are around 30, 31, Correa, Correa, Swanson are like in twenty-eight or twenty-nine.
0: Yeah, I think and I don't think that's a bad move. Uh it is a position that since we let go my argument is the greatest shortstop in the league. Um and and it's not just his his play on the on the field. His base running ability, his hitting ability, his overall play. Once we let once we got let him go, um we're now dealing with the consequences so um,
1: yeah i think i it... think he dodged a bullet on on letting on reciting yeah. bias he hasn't done as well yeah i in mean in detroit i don't know how much of that has to do with the home park or injuries and how much of it is the sweet, the free swinging all or nothing swing coming into not translating like it like it used to his game I don't think was going to age well. Yeah, to and... age well. So I they age well. So I think all of all the cubs that we let go of that year I think right looking back at it now how they did is their first year out of Chicago. I think the cubs did the right thing by letting them by letting them go and not bringing them back. Yeah,
0: I can I don't disagree with some of that. I do disagree with the fact that his play on the offense still change like it it's still there's still a huge difference. His play on defense changes everything is what is more what I say. Not offense, defense. Okay. His play in defense give you that. He, changes he's a everything. Defensive guy. His, all right. his that quick snap tag he does, all of it. So okay, ten minutes left. Uh, and we have some shout outs. We have some big shout outs to do. So spoiler alert. Rich, what was that? Spoiler alert. Wait. You said spoiler
1: alert. Spoiler alert. Okay. We're going to talk about the Masked Singer. So if you're a Masked Singer fan and you haven't seen the last two episodes, not just one, two episodes. We got two this week. We'll see you next week, or make sure to mute us, Um, and we'll give you a little hand signal when we're done talking about the Masked Singer. I'm going to –
0: please stick around. Um, If you – skip ahead five and a half minutes – uh, and I'll make sure five, yeah, five and a half minutes. And if at that point I don't say anything, so we're at 50, if if I don't say something at, at six, at 56 minutes, I'm going to, I'll stop at 56 minutes and say, hey, we're still not done and give you three minutes and then we'll be done. Um, because I really want you all to hear the last bit of the show. Uh, it's really important
1: to me. So all right, Mike. So Mass Singer. So we have the Sunday night episode yeah. which was a yeah. nineties. Yeah. Um very talented so the 90, very yeah, talented. The nineties night saw the the lambs move on and we're not gonna see them again until the finals. Yep. Um so uh the
0: first who is the first one out? I forget now. I don't have notes on the math singer, written down. I
1: know two episodes are tough to talk about. Yeah. Um, um you had. Um, I don't want a video. Okay, so the first person you had unmasked, who I thought did oh, a good yeah, yeah, job than yeah, yeah, the second person? Yeah, yeah. Joey Lawrence. The Walrus.
0: I oh, called that out. I thought he, A, I thought he did a really good job singing. Um, I mm-hmm. called it out during, so during the clue package, I was like, I think it's this, but I didn't say anything. I 100% thought it in my head, but I didn't say anything. I said, uh, I don't know. And then as soon as uh as soon as uh he started singing i said this is joey lawrence i looked at my wife i said this is joey lawrence she's like who i said blossom whoa and i i said it's joey lawrence i promise you that um and she's like really well what else is he in And i'm like i don't remember blossom was the big show i guess he also did uh the the lawrence brothers show and he did a couple other things i don't remember all of them but it's joey lawrence and she's like okay and then the panelist guessed Joey Lawrence. And, our, and i got to say, yeah, Robin Thicke has been on fire lately. Yeah, He's yeah. gotten a lot of guesses. He has. And uh, All right. he guessed it. And my wife's like, good job, baby. At least you guessed the same as him. So you can feel good about that. I'm like, it, I don't care. It is Joey Lawrence. And then it turns out to be Joey Lawrence. And I was right. And I feel good about that one. The second one, uh, the clue package made me guess.
1: Deion sanders i have no idea what led me to to draw the conclusion to him but my, my wife can my wife can verify i actually said Le'Veon bell during the clue package it was probably when he I said you can ring my bell yeah i don't know if it was ring my bell or that i interpreted like the, the i interpreted it like he was one of the first like dual threat running backs in the nfl and he really be was. involved in both the running game and the passing game yeah it was
0: i was like i really thought they were going with the two sport i thought the bo jackson or the uh or or Deion sanders and i was going with Deion sanders turned out to be Le'Veon bell good job for you on picking that right um he he wasn't that good
1: no i i didn't think i thought he wrapped better in his clue package than he did yeah singing um uh, Jump on it, Apache, and jump on.
0: Well, he did the jump on it rap version, not the jump on it, the Apache yeah. jump on it. So,
1: and then I mean, but I felt he did a lot better uh, in the duel than I thought he would. Yeah, me too. And I thought,
0: I, I agree. Uh, I, but I still think his his best performance of the night was the rap that was his uh, his, clue, his package. clue
1: package. Yeah, yeah. So, um, who do you? What's your best guess for the Lambs I don't have one. You don't have one. I, I think the, the the Dixie chicks. Yeah, that that that's where that's where I'm kinda leaning to. All right, Mike. And then on Wednesday, the normally scheduled night for Mass Singer here in the US, yep. we had Hall of Fame night, which saw which was the Venus flytrap being the, the first worst. one this is, unmasked?
0: Okay, this group has been by far and away the worst group we've ever heard on a single night.
1: There I can agree no, with that. I there is not, nobody I
0: think that deserves to be in the semifinals
1: at all. But in all fairness, there is the the Bridezilla. Bridezilla does have to go one more week. He didn't get an auto. They they did not get an automatic there was a pass. Dude to the final. It, yeah, it is a dude, spoiler. We're, we already gave it a spoiler that that it is a dude in that costume. Um, but um I really did think that I was kind of surprised when they did the the Venus flytrap being yeah. off, going off before um Yeah, before I, the I Gopher. Actually,
0: I thought the Venus trap flytrap did the best of the night. I did not Sorry. like I did not like anybody did on Wednesday night. I thought the Venus flytrap did the best, and it turns out that he was. Oh, wait! Time out. Uh, give us three minutes. If you were came back, mm-hmm. um, we're at the fifty-six and a couple seconds mark. So, uh, skip ahead to fifty-nine minutes. We'll be done in three minutes and two and a half minutes. You'll be fine. Um, okay. So, three, two, one. Okay, the Venus flytrap was George Foreman did a great job
1: yeah i, I liked this i liked it i mean it, for me it was talking about i had a more success i had just as much if not more success in the 90 as a in a third phase of my life than i did when i was at the top of my game and of thing
0: and i will say as soon as robin thick said george foreman i was like 100 the clues yep. all work I, I 100% was on board as soon as he said George Foreman the first time, not even during the, the unmasking. So, yeah, totally called that Totally liked that one. Uh, totally thought it made sense. Um, and then uh,
1: the Gopher. The Gopher took on the Bridezilla. I don't think either was really great no. during the battle. During the battle song. So, really, I, I wouldn't have been upset if either one of them got unmasked, but so it was the Gopher. during
0: the clue package, did you have a guess for the who the Gopher was? Because
1: I did. I, I did not.
0: I thought could it be Bill Murray?
1: Oh, okay.
0: The gopher made sense. Uh the comedy stuff made sense. There was a lot of stuff in it that made sense. It wasn't though. It turned out that it was. George Clinton. Yeah. Great, funkastic man. I yeah. th- that guy's awesome. He's one of the best producers of all time.
1: It's amazing. And Robin had that
0: one too. <laughs> yeah, he did. Uh, Robin is on a tear, uh, man. If you are not watching that show with us, I highly we we both highly recommend it. It's a fun thing. My wife enjoys it. I think your whole fa- you both you and yeah. your wife, totally love it. It's it's just fun for everyone. Uh, give it a check. Um, yeah. Okay.
1: Now. So do you have any guesses on who the Bridezilla is? TB12? Brady 12 Um, I went with Sammy Hagar just because of, like, the whole, like, the riffs and the wah! Like, thrown in. Sure. If you listen to, for me, I I, led me to say Sammy Hagar, talking about, like, the riffs and the, the yells rich at i think the end of it i think you
0: could have been done better on the show than he did I, I didn't think anybody did well that night
1: so no i don't think he did that's where i'm okay. going with that I'm and we're done the we're okay got,
0: we gotta be done because welcome back everybody uh at 59 minutes it's not nearly enough not nearly enough time for our last shout out but uh rich do you have any shout outs that you want to give before i give and i'm gonna steal the final shout out because
1: yeah you always do on this day. Yeah. So, yeah, um, just a, a happy birthday um, to uh, Joe Perry. Yeah. as uh, a former Marine. Once a Marine, always a Marine. So you get two birthdays because of the Marine Corps birthday yep. on Friday. And he was also a fellow veteran. Yeah. As well as uh, and also a happy Veterans Day to uh, all the guys that I served with during my 14 years in the National Guard.
0: Yeah. And so – Every year we take this time to, for me to, to tell you, Rich, how proud and how thankful I am for just your friendship, but even more so the fact that if you don't know, this man here was wi- willing to go to war for you. He believes in the country. He believes in the people of this country. And, Rich, I can't thank you enough. We could go another whole hour on how much you deserve and how much it means to me that you are willing to serve and how much it means to so many people around us that, that you're willing to put that in. You, it's amazing to me the amount of, of love and care that you have, not only for your loved ones around you, but for perfect strangers that you would be willing to do such a thing I have to say thank you, thank you for for sharing the stories you've shared with me. Thank you for 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 finding a safe space with me, but also being just willing to go out and do that. Uh, thank you isn't enough, but again, it's all I have. Um, we'll buy you lunch next week or in two weeks, uh, but and and that's not just I mean I buy you lunch not just because you won the bet, but because I like you as a person um and i appreciate everything you've done for this country uh you've you made a couple different tours uh one to africa one to uh Ira- iraq
1: yeah i was in baghdad for a year yeah
0: now this guy who we're looking at that we get to listen to every week talk about sports and talk and have fun uh shares went to went to uh baghdad for a year I won't tell you all of the stories that he shared with me, but um, saved a man's life, saved people's lives uh, as a as a shell went through uh, the the area where you were at. You are amazing, and I can't thank you enough. Um, is there anybody? Do you have any names you want to share this week? Uh, as I'll give you the last couple of seconds before we, uh, before we
1: get going. So oh, yeah, so I mean, I've always kind of had like well, I don't know how to respond to things like that, but I mean in, over the past couple of years it's just been you know it, it, it was an honor to have served. so I, I signed up for to because it was a way to get college paid for, but at the, but at the end of the day, I mean I, I did I did my job that I was trained to do. It just so happened that I got to do that job over in Iraq instead of doing the two weeks a year, one month, two weeks a year, the two weeks, two weeks a year and the one weekend a month that I had originally thought I was signing up for. So, but either way, it was a, it was an honor to have served. So, uh, just like you do on Memorial Day and around the, uh, and in June when he passed, uh, Sergeant Brian Romine's, the one guy from our unit that didn't make it back. So hoping one day to, uh. Uh, to be able to go down the southern go down to the way down south in Southern Illinois and travel on the Sergeant Brian Romines Memorial Highway um, down and around uh, Anna Illinois. So we're hoping to do that this winter on our um, when we come home from uh, from Texas when we visit next time we drive home uh, from Texas so okay Rich, what's the time to do? Mike, let's go ahead and roll that outro. Uh, but actually, before we do, do we have any uh, any additional reaction or comment shout-outs? Uh,
0: no additional reaction or comment shout-outs. Um, we did have, I mean, uh, I guess Bob did give us a thumbs up, so
1: thank okay. you, Bob. So Mike, for um, if they're listening the to us here on Facebook, they want to take us off on the road with them, uh, where can they find us?
0: Anywhere where you find your podcast. Uh, face. Uh, I mean, Spotify, we're on, uh, Anch- we're on Anchor, we're on Spotify, we're on um Apple podcast, Google, Google podcast. Google, Apple. Um we're on
1: uh iHeartRadio. So anywhere where you find your podcast. All right, Mike, and uh if they're watching, if they're listening to us and they want to see, they want to be able to interact with us live or at the very minimum maybe see the visual, the auto visual portion of our podcast where where are the two places that they can find that
0: you can find us on youtube or on facebook just look up balls and six and look for rich and i play uh in tuxedos pretending like we're swinging baseball bats
1: all right and with that mike now we can go ahead and roll that outro thanks for thanks for listening folks and we'll talk at you next week
0: Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa, this is Balls and Sticks, the podcast with your hosts, Mike and Rich.